Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Tea with Mackie. This week I have a special guest in Liam Healy. He is a digital content creator who's travelled all over the world, shooting for brands such as Boohoo, Pretty Little Thing, Mercedes and many more. As well as this, he's shot iconic personalities, the likes of Bugsy Malone, Floyd Mayweather, Sam Calder, Lady Gaga, the list goes on. With the interview, I really wanted to get a feel for what drives Liam day to day to keep up in this fast paced and high turnaround industry. Hope you guys enjoy. So first, I just wanted to say like, um, tell us your story really. Who are you? Who is Liam Healy? So my name's Liam Healy. I'm from Manchester. I'm 19 years old. Um, I started my creative path about probably about just over two and a half years ago now. Um, yeah. I left school. I worked at McDonald's, went to college and then picked up a camera for the first time in college. Started taking some outfit pictures at college, like just on my break using a tripod. Um, started getting into like the fashion scene on Instagram. And then through doing that, I kind of started connecting with like other bloggers, um, other models started messaging me because because the network in Manchester is quite big. Uh, everyone kind yeah. of like finds out a bit about each other and everyone wants to like collaborate. So we did that. And um, yeah, then I started shooting for like restaurants and this was whilst I was still at college. And then when I saw it kind of like picking up a bit, I, I actually decided to leave college and, and leave my job at McDonald's. And I went and worked at Selfridges um for five months i think it was um and that was on ralph Lauren on menswear so it was quite a it was a good job to do with fashion because i was like learning about the industry um whilst i was kind of doing fashion on instagram i guess you could say and then a few months later i just decided to kind of just go for it i kind of in my head i was like well if i'm gonna do if i'm gonna do the content if i'm gonna do photography and video um I need to go like 100% with it. So yeah. I decided to quit quit my job and then it was just full throttle from there really, like taking pictures wherever I could go, going out, testing like new lenses, um, taking outfit pictures, meeting bloggers. Um, and yeah, and then it kind of, it's just like built from there. I built my skill, I put myself in situations where I wasn't exactly comfortable. Um, like I was accepting jobs where I was like, I'll do it and I'll just learn on the job. Cause I was yeah. I'm very much that type of person. Like if I, I'm confident that I'm, you know, if, if someone puts a task in front of it, if I've never done it before, I'll be able to like teach myself just whether that be online or just through like just knowledge, like to be able to do it. So yeah, I kind of just put myself into like uncomfortable positions, I guess you could say. And I guess that's where I kind of prospered the most and learned the most things. So yeah, it was, it was just a process of process of leaving, ed- quitting education, quitting jobs and just going at it really and just full throttle. Yeah, no, that's crazy because, like, you mentioned how you started with fashion. So, yeah. like, were you originally trying to be, like, what What was that all about? I think I think it was, I knew a lot of, like, fashion bloggers from Manchester and especially from London. Um, I wasn't really familiar mm. with the term, like, content creator or such. Um, yeah. I knew these people did it full time, but I didn't know, like, how I had absolutely no idea. I was aware of, like, the mm. paid posts and bits like that, but I wasn't aware of like how you'd make like a job out of it as such like a career um and then the more i did it the more i realized like with social media you've got to turn yourself into a business yeah so as well as doing the fashion i started doing youtube and then going to events which was getting my name out there a bit more and then i think it must have been about a year ago i kind of 
I don't know, something just clicked in my head and it was just very much like, I've been doing this for like a year now and, you know, like, I'm not the type of person to kind of settle. So, personally, I hadn't made enough progress, even though I was only 18, uh, well, 17, 18. So, like, I felt like I hadn't made enough progress in that time for the amount of effort I was putting in. So, I just made a switch up. I researched into, like, photography and, like, photographers and you know like production companies and photographers making a business out of doing photography yeah um and then and then yeah i kind of i just started i, don't, I wouldn't say i ever stopped doing the fashion it kind of just me taking pictures for other people and stuff just evolved into me becoming a photographer I so don't get wrong i still love fashion i still just yeah. like dressing cool and taking pictures of my outfits um but now i'm like a lot busy with like client work kind of thing like photography wise so i've not stayed off from fashion completely but regarding like my instagram like content and stuff i've turned it more into like a business like more of like this is who i am this is what i do and this is what i can offer you so then with that is fashion something that you might pick up again in the future like definitely Um, yeah so say um london fashion week a design messages you is that something you'd want to do or definitely I mean, one thing people are surprised that is one of my goals is, I mean, it was the goal for like the middle of next year, but because of like isolation and stuff, it's kind of like mm. slowed it down. But by the end of like next year, I want to walk for like Louis Vuitton or Prada at my really? fashion week. Like that's not me. And it's not like, it's quite an odd, it's it's odd because I'm a, like, a lot of people say like, but you're a photographer, why do you want to do that? But with me, it's more just like, I just want to be like Liam Healy. I just want to yeah. do I don't just want to photograph that person, video this thing. I want to photograph that person, video this thing, be on that magazine cover, do that, do this, do that. So it's more about me as a person wanting to achieve or brand myself in more of like, more of a way that becomes less of a social media influencer slash icon and more of like something that people can look back on in like 100 years and be like, oh my God, like, do you see that guy? Like, do you see him do this? Like, not as a... Not as a way for people to know who I am, but just as a way to inspire people to be able to just like, if they're not doing something they want to do, then just drop it and just go for it kind of thing. So it's it's almost like your goal is to just create as many achievements to then, yeah. um, so that people are inspired by it and can look at it and say, if you can do it, I can do it kind yeah. of thing. And also just for me as well, like as well as everyone else, like I just want to like live my life to the max. Yeah. So as well as like photographing like, say Prada Fashion Week or like a runway at Fashion Week I kind of want to be on it as well so I kind of just want to you know I think it's very much with me when I see for example when I was doing doing the fashion thing and I was modeling for brands when I was working with photographers and I saw their like creative edge and the way they were like documenting things um, I kind of just fell in love with the way the way like you can document a like a time in a time in the in the world kind of thing like i was for example when i did some modeling for hype official mm-hmm. and we went around a few different locations and i think it was the way like in life you only ever see everything once but in a photograph you can see it forever mm. so i think i kind of loved the way that i could just like photograph something make a memory of it and then just look back at it for like years to come and kind yeah. of always take me back that's why i love instagram as well because i mean you can post something and it'll still be there two years later to look back on that's true so i guess like because you started off kind of modeling before um yeah you really took off with your photography 
is that something that's really helped you in terms of being a better photographer because i know like for example um a lot of photographers are shy to kind of interact with their models and tell them to do certain poses and do this and that is that something yeah. you found quite useful because you've, I think you've been on both sides definitely i think you learn about composition so when i was modeling i was you know the first few shoots first few shoots I ever did i can't i was doing myself so i was actually just doing it just with a tripod so i yeah. kind of taught myself like what works best with a camera what works best with a tripod like and then when i started doing some stuff with photographers they were like directing me and then i very quickly just picked up like you know the poses i guess you could say um and like how to position yourself in front of the camera and then yeah i guess when it comes to modeling now when it comes to like shooting models now i like to work with models that kind of have that edge already um especially if it's on like a client project for like you know a new collection or something it's always good working with someone who has their own identity because when you're you know a photo like photographs can mean something but then when that person has their own identity as well Mm. it's like my work and like their their like Like talent their character coming together yeah so it all builds into one um but no definitely as it's definitely helped me with like directing and compositions and angles and lighting and everything like that definitely so like you you said like you started with a tripod were you taking pictures of yourself or yeah i was just doing um so i was just going on my college break uh sometimes skipping college just on the <laughs> car park roof across yeah. across the way just taking outfit pictures um just because i don't know i think i was thing is i've always been the type of person as well to like always want to do something 100 percent. so even though i only had like a couple of hundred followers i had to upload every single day to instagram yeah. like i had to upload That's a new crazy. outfit so i used to like go into town with my tripod take a duffel bag with like 10 outfits and just take pictures like they weren't ever like incredible pictures because it was just on a tripod i didn't really yeah. know what i was doing but like i don't know i just enjoyed like i just enjoyed creating and it was always like I don't know. I meet like, for example, like me and my mum were really close as well. So I used to like come home and like, mum, I just took these. I still do it now, like every day. And whenever yeah. I'm like somewhere, like whenever whenever I was in like LA somewhere cool, I used yeah. to FaceTime her um, and stuff. So I think I don't know. I think it's the way, a part of it's the way I've been brought up as well. Like, yeah, a big part of it's like the the hustle, the graft is mm. like kind of been not drilled into me but it's just always been a part like of my life um with like parents doing what they do and then like making me go to work with them and just helping them whether it just be like sorting files out or just organizing um mm. so i've always wanted to do something then going back to the question it was like very much i was taking pictures of myself but then i was i also just wanted to i don't know i think i knew where it could go like it, i knew yeah. that if i take pictures of myself people are going to see it and then allow me to collaborate and stuff um but yeah it was very much like just trial and with photography of myself and starting to shoot other people it was very much like trial and error and um you know some shoots never went well some shoots went well um and yeah it was just like a process but starting out taking my own pictures was like how i started documenting i guess you could say that's crazy because i know like a lot of people's excuses when they're doing like a fashion blog and I know this yeah. is something that, that I've mm-hmm. had a heavy excuse is like, oh, I can't, I can't take pictures because there's no one to hold the camera for me and there's yeah. no one to... So it's like, I it's mean, crazy to see you say that and you using your own tripod and you're doing it yourself. It shows that they're really I think I put excuses. through, I went through a lot of, I was getting a lot of hate for it. It was like, oh, look at this kid like using a tripod, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it was very much like, it to me, it was just, 
to me it was just like shut up like <laughs> i'm doing my thing i'm enjoying what i'm doing like i get you're on 200k 300k but like yeah. that doesn't i don't know it doesn't intimidate me i'm just doing what i'm doing i've always I've always just been like tunnel visioned, like, mm. you know, when people speaking about stuff, it does affect you sometimes, but it was hard. It was hard. Like I was constantly going out, just creating. And then kind of always just had that like passion in, or that drive in me to be like, one day it will like get somewhere. So how, how did you deal with that in the early stages when people were like um, questioning you and, and, uh, and, it and was, that whole like, um, kind of aura of um comparing yourself to everyone else which is what instagram has that huge um definitely it was it was hard because i mean i was i said i was like 17 years old at the time i was still working at mcdonald's that was at college so i hadn't done anything like to me what seemed incredible for me to feel like no i'm i'm good like i know what i'm doing uh, not like I'm better than you, but I'm knowledgeable, yeah. like stuff. So I was still kind of just like dibbling, dabbling into a lot of things. Um, but I think it was weird. It was just a case of just having to stay tunnel vision. Like, don't get me wrong, some days I'd overthink and I'd be like, oh, like, should I be doing this? I'm getting all this hate. Especially when you're getting hate of someone with somewhat amount of followers or yeah. someone who's more known. It's quite hard because you feel like everyone's just about to come on top of you. Um, and a lot of it was lonely because I feel like when someone big says something, a lot of people jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Um. So it was just a lot of me just doing it alone to keep going. But then I ended up meeting like real people. Like when I worked at Selfridges, uh, I met a guy called Remy. So he like, he was already doing doing the fashion like Instagram. So he kind of helped me. And then we started shooting together because he was looking for someone to shoot with regularly as well. So we just kind of bonded. We started shooting more and then it was very much like we helped each other get through a lot of it. Like we were doing like a lot of things together, like events, traveling to London, um, working with brands. So to very start off with, it was tough. But then when I met Remy, it was, it was like, like an older brother to me. So it was quite, mm. it was just a lot easier because it, I wasn't on my own with it. Yeah. Cause I, that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately is that I, I often compare it to, um, gym. Like if you, or, or like working out, if you work out on your own, you can do it, yeah. but it's going to be tough. But if you have someone there that's in the same industry as you and is pushing and trying to achieve very similar goals with you, that must yeah. really help. And and was that kind of the point 100%. where you felt like you can really make it? Do you know what? I, I never knew what the definition of myself making it was going to be because yeah. I was just doing this thing. I was traveling to London, getting sent this place, getting sent, you know, to football matches, rugby games. And it was very much, I was very, I've always been like very aware. So I was very aware of the fact that what I was doing, my followers weren't growing, but I was doing a lot. So I was very aware of the fact that on social media, like realistically, it's hard to actually make it as a social media influence without followers. Yeah. Now, what kind of was what was kind of screwing my head was like I was working with like a lot of big brands. I still do like I'm working with a lot of big brands, but I don't have a big following. So it's kind of I know that it'll. I feel like I'm 99 percent sure it'll never be my full income, but I know that it's something that will help me progress in like even in photography. Like me working with certain clients on my personal Instagram as like an influencer is it allowing me to shoot content for them. So. Everything I do now is photography. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's 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 good having someone there to help you though. It's that's what I found. It's very good. Um, just having someone there to to like guide you more like. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I have to ask. Um, 
so you say you, you started in college what were you actually like studying in college so i was studying graphic design um okay. and it was very it was good but i always i don't know i was i was i started to find myself a bit in college so yeah I kind of i just went to college because college is the norm from school to college which was mm. not what i was taught but i mean i could have worked full-time at mcdonald's but I, I just i I just wanted to do 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 more things than just one thing so i worked at mcdonald's went to college did graphic design um keeping busy like posting outfit pictures keeping busy with instagram um and then yeah but graphic design it just wasn't education for me is very i just don't click with it really because i didn't really in school because i'm just so like driven alone in my own path um yeah like when i was i think it was year nine well about year eight to year 10 i was like live streaming call of duty on twitch really uh, i had like a green screen i had like four monitors that was um, crazy. and i used to like proper play that every day make youtube videos every day and yeah. in school i was getting a lot of hate for it which i think a lot of people do yeah i said like a lot of people don't want to get up and do it themselves um but yeah, I've always been driven from school to college to then just doing this. Like I've always just been so mentally driven. But I think as well as like, as well as doing all the graphic design and like working at McDonald's, as I said, I, I was always like looking for the next thing to do. College was mm. never like uh, set set in stone for me. Yeah. Like whilst I was there, I was like, right, what can I do from college? What can I do now? And then that's when I started working at Selfridges and yeah it was um it was good so if 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 like photography never really took off for you do you yeah. ever think about what you'd be doing right now if, if that never i think never... i think if photography never would have took off i would have thing is i like to look at myself as like like an entrepreneur as well as like a photographer yeah. so for example i've literally just started um like lixon which is my company which was yeah, three yeah. of us so we do photo video um retouching and social media and stuff so i think i i always would have come up with some sort of idea um but it's interesting because i started a magazine called fervid mag which was like about a year and a half ago now which was like hypebeast so i used okay. to post regularly on it every single day and then i realized how much work it was so i just stopped mm. doing that carried on with my instagram tried some personal shopping bits here and there like getting products for cheap and selling it for like selling okay. it for under like retail but more than what i paid like, for like drop shipping or uh no it was actually from like stores so when sales were on oh, right, okay. i used to just like oh, okay. go get them yeah, cheap yeah. and then sell them more so mm. i've always done something to like i've always hustled to make money but to be honest like, I, 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 if photography i i struggle to think like that because i just think like like if you can't find your passion your passion will find you like yeah life very much takes you in the direction that you're meant to go in and then it'll also make you fail in the places that you're meant to fail in mm. whether that be a, me a, a lesson to stop doing what you're doing or to push you even harder to learn more and more yeah I like so that. it's I like kind that. of hard i think it's kind of hard for me to say what i'd be doing but I, to be honest i think i'd say gaming i used to really? love sitting there on my xbox yeah call of duty i used call to love duty. it but um awesome. yeah i used to love it but. So like okay, so you mentioned um, your company Lixum, and yeah. you actually dropped your show reel on Instagram today. It was really yeah. good, by the way. I loved it. Thank you. Um, so do you want to talk about that a bit more? What's what's the whole yeah, idea so, of that? So 
as I said, I've been doing it about two years, this, or about two and a half years, but properly yeah. about a year and a half. And, I mean, it was, it evolved very quickly. Like, I kind of got myself in the right places. I put myself across, across right. Um, obviously, I went to LA for a few months and met a lot of people there, which really matured me as a person. Um, and then when I came back, because I, because I was just there, I got very, like, in demand um, yeah. here. And then work just started getting like crazy, like crazy. During isolation, it had been my busy. It was my busiest time. Really, um, I was getting so much video editing, like so much, okay. like editing and just photo editing and retouching and everything. Um, so then I've always worked with my good friend called Sonny, um, yeah. and we've always worked. And I just and then uh, Jess, my partner as well. So we've been working mm. together on everything um, and. Then the other day, I kind of, I kind of just had a click, and I was like, like I kind of looked at what I was like earning, and I was like, right, I was like, well, I could either keep going as a freelancer, or I could own a business, which I've said I wanted to for years, kind of thing. Um. So. Yeah, I kind of, I just, I just thought, let's just create a collective, like a collective slap, not an agency as such, more like a creative. Yeah. creative like production house um so yeah we kind of like, assigned roles to each other um so i do like the photo video sonny does photo video he's really good at retouching so he does like all the retouching and then jess yeah. does all the social media for clients so we've got like mm. four or five aspects to it at the minute um and i'm actually moving out in a few days as well until like we've got like an office so we're going to be okay. working from there um just constantly flipping stuff around and yeah, it was it was it was a weird. It was kind of just a decision for me. Like, I've already got these people helping me helping me to do my work, but I kind of felt, I just in a way, I kind of felt unfair that I was getting all the credit for the work, in a yeah. way. Um, even though I'd kind of built everything up in the past two years, it was like, well, I know these people are super genuine, um, and I'd rather like build something with people because you can only get so far doing something on, alone. That's what I've been told yeah, in the past. True. So I kind of used what I've been told in the past and then just, just it. obviously I already had the platform built. So it was just a case of the branding, uh, making the Instagram and getting the content. And then of course, making that show real. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just, we just kind of, we've got like a list of clients that we work with regularly. Um, you know, whether it be like here or like abroad. Um, and then whilst, say whilst I'm abroad, Sonny will do the work here whilst Jess is still doing all the social media and stuff. So it works well. And that's why we move, we're, we're going to be together, like we're moving in um, together because I just feel like if we're together, it's just going to work so much faster. We're going to be able to yeah. get so much more done. You know, we've got whiteboards everywhere, like with ideas. Um, so yeah, I only I only thought of the idea about a week ago and then I just really? thought I just cracked on. Yeah, it was the brand, the branding part's quite difficult because I'm so used to branding myself as a personal brand. It's easy because it's just me. But when you're trying to brand like a separate business, it's it can get quite complicated sometimes because I've got such an image in my head, yeah. um, trying to like get that out. But no, it was it was yeah, it was just an idea that I came up with to just to brand ourselves as a like a triplet really. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Um, you mentioned um, your trip to America, so yeah. do you, do you want to expand a bit on that? And so, how did that come about? Yeah. Why did why did that happen? So why did you move there? 
I actually went to LA for the first time with a client and shot at Beautycon, um, the Pretty Little Thing HQ, and also like their campaign video. And then okay. I met a few influencers whilst I was there, and I was just—they were just really friendly. They were like, "If you ever need anywhere to stay, like, you just let us know." And yeah. then ended up coming back. Um, I went on another trip, like the day after I came back. And then when I came back here, um, I—it I, was like a Wednesday night. And I went downstairs to my mum and I was like, mum, I'm going to go back to LA tomorrow for for two weeks. She was like, have you okay. booked your flight? I was like, no, but I'm about to. Came and booked my flight for two weeks. Went to LA and I ended up staying for two months. I just kept extending really? my flight because I was so like engaged with it there. I was so like, I'm here, I need to do it. I've got to get it done whilst I'm here. Cause it's not like a one in the one in the lifetime thing, but for me, you know, as like a 19 year old, yeah. just flying there and just being there, what to do everything whilst I was there. So I just started networking and because of my network here, people were letting other people know in America that I was there. So it was very much like, it was very much like the contacts and the people and the clients here were helping me massively by to grow there. Hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up, whilst I was there, I went to the Lady Gaga um, event and shot some content there. And then in between that, I flew to Paris and shot something for YSL. Um mm-hmm with an actor that I know and did that and then I went back to there back there and then I started getting like club shoots and like hairdresser videos so I started getting the commercial work as well um but that was that was just straight graft it was so it was so tough like every day I'd have like literally a pound in my account I'd literally and I was just getting about everywhere like getting on them scooters getting a hot dog from the 7-eleven when I needed one um, it was funny. It was just that it was it was such like a crazy world, so different to the UK. I was just in my mm. element the whole time there, and, and and the graft it takes there to make it is so much more than like here. I feel like so yeah. What the graft I was used to putting in here, what it wasn't much different there. I w- I've always been like a hardworking person, so I kind of just took what I'd done here and just did it in like LA. So I kind of just like brought Manchester to LA. That's crazy. I like it was good. It was that. such a good experience. It was yeah. It was crazy. It, it's crazy because it's like you saying you went to LA for someone else. That that just sounds like a dream. But then you're also saying that you were literally well going broke as well. <laughs> like yeah, I've actually I've actually got so I've actually got a trip to Paris um, next in in about seven days actually. Yeah. Um, to shoot, and I was speaking to my partner, and she was like, "You're looking forward to it." I said, "You know what?" I said, "It's weird." I said. I go there with it. I'm going for work. Yeah. So me like roaming the streets in Paris and shooting models there. It's not that much different to doing it in Manchester or London because yeah, I'm just cool. using the skill that I've got, the, mm. the, the, the skills the you know, the creative vision that I've got just somewhere else. So it's, it's as much as like, it's cool flying places. It looks a lot better to the outside world than it does to the creator. I think because obviously you. it's very stressful like you know last time I went all my flights were delayed because of uh, what was mm. happening um, yeah. flights were delayed and then 13 hours delayed and it was just crazy but I mean I'm don't wrong I'm super blessed to be able to do what I do um, mm. and travel the world but yeah it is it, LA and especially Paris like that I just I just love them places yeah and so like um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna ask now Oh yes, yeah. So I'm, I was gonna ask as well. Um, I see a lot on your Instagram story. So you say like, you've you've had the opportunity to kind of 
go to different countries and it is just solely you going for work um yeah a lot of people won't see like the behind the scenes of that and how how much work you probably had to put in to even be considered to go yeah. on a YSL kind of shoot to go on a pretty little thing shoot yeah talk to me about like about about the, the your process, work ethic and about behind. yeah and about the journey because yeah. a lot of people don't realize the amount of work that goes into 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 the job you're doing it's taken it's taken 72 hour days in paris shooting no sleeping because of turnaround times get yeah. to the airport uh get to the airport sit <clears throat> sit at the terminal editing fall asleep five minutes and i wake up and i've missed my flight by five minutes and then obviously that cost me an extra whatever it's called but for example like i had a job the next day in in yeah. london so i had to get back so Shit. it it's very much like you've got to be so brutal you can't be like oh but do i need to be back tomorrow like if i spend this is it going to do that but i'm very much like if it's going to help me i'm doing it or if i need to do it i'm doing it like yeah. if it's a piece of camera equipment i'll buy it if it's a 30 pound t-shirt i'll have to really think about it like i'm i'm so mm. i'm so like i put my money in the right places kind of thing i'm so particular on what i spend my money on um and i think that's become that's that's something you have to really like discipline yourself with um you have to really discipline to you know put your money and time in the right places be willing to do what others aren't willing to do yeah um you know like so and regarding like work ethic i think that's just a massive part of it it's just about one perseverance and two i've kind of taught myself to be like if there's ever a problem whether it be or i'm finding something difficult during editing or like i'm stuck in a country and i need to get a flight somewhere i'm very much taught myself now to not not like overthink it or be like yeah what like will i be able to fix it will i be able to do this it's very much like a solution will just automatically come to me so if i've missed leo if i've missed my flight instead of pondering for 10 minutes blah 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 i'll just go i'll just go and fix it or if i'm editing and i can't think of something i'll take a five minute break outside then i'll come back in and just crack on with it um Mm. so i kind of just very i'm very much just like with problems or issues or stuff that I find hard, I kind of give myself like no choice but to fix it because I'm the person that's put myself in that situation. Yeah. If you know what I mean? So I'm Mm. the person that's put myself in that situation to edit that. So if I don't edit, then the only like, as well as letting the client down, the only person I'm letting down is me. Um, so yeah, I kind of, it's, it's weird. It's, it's just taught this, this whole journey's just taught me it's it's matured me so much um and it's just taught me about perseverance in life and how everything doesn't go as it seems but then it's up to you if you fix it yeah i love i love how accountable you are and it's crazy because you're 19 and like you've yeah. you probably won't think it but you've achieved so much in such a short space of time but I, I imagine i think in when i was putting head, that show like, reel together yeah when i was putting that show reel together i was i was like oh god like i was having to go through hard drives and hard drives um <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh god like i've done i've done a fair bit like, i've worked with quite a few people um but as you said as you said like in my head it's very much like the way i see it is this is just my job for example yeah. say my mum, um she works, she's a manager at a car dealership when she when she sells a large amount of cars in a day that's like me shooting for a magazine like Mm. it's just as equal so as good as everything that i do is and fun and exciting um 
I think it can be like from the outside world people can look at it very like oh my god you're doing this oh my gosh you're doing that but I think it's important when you're actually doing it to realize that it, it this somewhat like essentially someone has to do it like someone yeah. has to photograph that event someone like but of course then it's the process that you take to get to mm-hmm. that level to be able to shoot that stuff um but yeah it is it's cool and as I, as i said the, the biggest thing that i'm appreciative for within this journey is the fact that i've learned so much and i've per- and i've learned to persevere and just mature myself so much mm. yeah because i think like for people that are looking on the outside it's very surface level isn't it it's like seeing you 100%. shoot lady gaga seeing you shoot they're just Definitely. thinking you're living like you're li- they don't living see life, that but... like they don't see mm. like the 80 pound uber to get there and then it's raining then you have to like they don't see like a lot yeah. of the things that goes on um and obviously you can only document so much and when it is when it's mm. a hard graft you, you, you don't want to just whip a camera out and document you just want to get it done um yeah that's true but yeah it's it's uh it's been a good it's been a been a pretty sick journey to be fair (laughs) yeah i know i'd imagine so um you talk about that discipline and for me this is something that i feel like the level of discipline that you have and i've seen like your story you'll be working you'll be editing till like 3 a.m 4 a.m and then you're up at like you're up before me um i'll be awake at like 11 a.m and you've got like five things on your story and i'm just there like that kind of work ethic that doesn't just come to people a lot of the time what i've found is people usually um get that kind of work from some kind of thing that's happened in their past and and like an adversity exactly what, what's what's brought what's brought all that discipline for you like how how's that happened so what's brought is my past like my actual like i wouldn't say through school or college i think it's when i look back and i'm like right i've done this much since i picked up a camera how like without a platform how much can i do now now i've got a platform yeah um and the connections and the skills you know and the knowledge as well definitely um how much can i do now with this like platform and that's just what drives me it's just the unknown like i've got my goals like i've got you know i've got like i want to be shooting like travis scott i want to shoot for like vogue um i want to do that stuff um so i've got my goals and don't get me wrong, that does drive me because I want to achieve them, but I think it's just yeah. very much seeing where I've come from and where I'm at now. I think that's very much like why I'm why I've got the drive. And it's also the people around mm. me. Like, for example, now I've got, you know, I don't like to word it like this, but I've kind of like got two people on board with me now. We're all doing everything. Yeah. Um and essentially if I slow down then i'm gonna be slowing like the business down as well kind of thing mm. and i've got such like my my mind just works like like clocks like at night i'm just laying in bed mm. and my mind's just working um so i've got so much in my mind that i want to achieve and do it's like i've got i just kind of give myself no choice but to achieve it like you know so i think that's very i think it's it's very much like where i've come from what i've done and then what i want to achieve as well is the drive do you yeah. ever feel intimidated when you're when you're on a new um, brand shoot or you're shooting um, a well-known personality? Have you ever like I think thought to yourself, "What the fuck"? <laughs> I think I don't think I feel intimidated. I think any creator can say when you get a big job, you you like you always get cold feet. Like yeah, 
in anything in life like my mum said to me like you know you're moving out in a few days i was feeling a bit anxious and she said yeah but you need to realize like outside of work and what you do like everyone gets cold feet in these kind of things like everyone gets a bit anxious um and i think that's what it is in, on shoots it's like you know like say someone says oh can you do a video for this event inside i'm like i gulp a bit and then i'm like no i can't yeah. do it i've watched i've watched back some stuff that i've already done and i'm like i'm okay but to be honest i'm i'm I've built a lot of confidence in myself with work, yeah. in my work now. So I don't really get like anxious or anything now. Um, Cause I kind of, as I said, I just don't want to give myself any other option but to do the best I can do. So um, is that is that something you've got from experience or like, so if, if, if we go back to I think, the start, were, were, were there any ever like doubts you had at the start or any jobs you almost wanted to turn down just because of your oh, confidence? Oh, like or? don't get me wrong, like I was, I've done jobs in the past where, when I first started, where I might sh- should have not accepted them because I wasn't there yet. Like my skill really? wasn't there yet, but I made it work. Like I, yeah. I produced the content, whether it be like the best content or like like just good content. I still produced. I I've always produced. Um, but I think at the start it was definitely anxious. Like when someone, you know when some of the blue tick messages you on instagram yeah. when you're starting it's very much like oh my god like this person yeah um and but it's a good feeling because you know your work's getting recognized yeah that's true and then in my head it was always like well my work must be getting recognized for a reason mm. so to be honest it was it's just i think i'm just like and as i said going to la as well it's really like matured me very much me i was meeting people there who you know big business owners i was sat in front of a table with them having to like discuss ideas for a shoot and stuff like that so it was very much like i kind of get i had to give myself no choice but to not be nervous i had mm. to sh- just switch into this entrepreneurial mindset straight away um and also like the way the way you adapt as well like adapting every situation so yeah. the way i for the way i speak to one person might be different compared to the way i speak to the other not in like a way where it's like if I don't like that person, then not in that way. It's kind of like just depending on the situation. Um, mm. Obviously, like if I'm on a beach with you know I'm shooting a bunch of surfers, like you'll speak to them really chilled out, like the lads, for example. Yeah. But then if you're in like LA and you're in front of a businessman, and you're speaking about business. I kind of had to teach myself that I need to like go with like I had to put on the table what I could offer them. You know. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. you know, I feel like it was you know adapting was one thing that I've picked up as well as well. And and just going off that, um, have you ever had any like, I don't want to say bad clients, but have you ever had any um, clients where they've not been particularly happy for whatever reason? And it's do you know? What um, I mean? Yeah, definitely. I've definitely Difficult. yeah. <laughs> I think everybody like yeah. Um, and I think sometimes I think it's hard to remember that it's not that that person that client that might just be the way they are it might just be the person they are kind of thing Mm. um so but it's always you know it's hard to it's hard to comment on like a bad client as such but make like making it difficult and struggling and you know sometimes being quite rude or arrogant like 100 percent. i think everybody goes through that but at the end of the day like 
don't enter the kitchen if you can't handle the heat. Like, you've got to be thick-skinned to be able to put with it. And they're the times that you'll learn mm. most as well that I've found. Like, you'll learn, you, you'll you'll have to teach yourself to be stronger, you know, teach yourself to be thicker-skinned. Like, so I think it's 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 probably the best lesson you could learn. It's like getting a bad job and you don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's a lesson that you don't want to mm. do something like that, but then it also thickens you up because that's what pays your bills. Yeah, I get that. Um, so sometimes like the worst situation can be like the best teacher yeah so like when you were starting out how did you um, approach different brands were you just using your Instagram to kind of let people recognise your work or were you um, emailing DMing like what were you doing I think it was very much like I never really knew about PR and public relations or anything really so it was very much, I started getting contacted being, and then I was started to be aware of the way, you know, PR agencies speak to you, what kind of deals they offer, whether it be like paid posts or just you get free clothing to do a post. Um, so it was very much like, I started then reaching out to some people here and there, like, hey, would love to shoot and just being strategic with who I messaged and who I worked with, etc. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was very much just a process of learning how to approach these people and how they approach you and then using what you've built to go and like be your own outreach. So if, if you were to do it again, would you would yeah. you still do it the same way or would you would you change I mean, anything? I think if I was to do it again, I would definitely think of it as a business earlier on. Yeah. But I mean like I mean I guess it's as we would say like it's a process so it's hard to say like if I did it again like you know because the only reason I'm here is because of what I've done in the past yeah that's so true. you know but I I definitely but I definitely say like I'd, I'd look at it like a business like a bit earlier on so I feel like um because you've kind of picked up on those business skills as you were going along even yeah. even though it wasn't necessarily intentional that must have really yeah. helped you in terms of like because if people think like um yeah you want to be a photographer but you still need to learn those basic business principles and Definitely. learn how to sell yourself and that's something that a lot of people don't want to do necessarily but it is kind of something that you need to learn it's like how, how would you how would you advise people when it comes to like learning about how i guess how to price yourself when you're starting out that's that's something that i think a lot of people struggle with I think what so advising people is in well it's it's weird it's it's like it's if I always say like always remember back to why you started if you're if you started doing photography and your goal was to go on tour with Drake for example you need to realize that that's not as simple as take a couple portraits and then you'll be on tour with Drake mm. you need to learn a lot you need to learn how to communicate with people to be able to put yourselves in them situations you need to learn like obviously like how to use a camera in certain situations because a lot of that's very like fast paced um but i think the best way to do it is to put yourself in them hard situations early on like go do a club shoot because that's one of the most like like i don't know not not harder shoots but there's a lot going on yeah you have to change your settings a lot you have to like go yeah exactly so if you want to learn throw yourself in there and just teach yourself discipline to be like right this isn't working i need to fix it in the next 10 seconds you'll fix it in the next 10 seconds carry on so i think it's definitely just about putting yourself in the situations that are going to make you learn the most 
even if you might be quite like scared and anxious to do it, that's what's going to move you forward the most. So, yeah, um, I'm going to play devil's advocate and I'm going to say, okay, so I'm an aspiring photographer, and you're telling yeah. me to jump into a club shoot, but Liam, my my camera gear just isn't good enough to shoot in those yeah. kind of lighting. So what 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 do you want me yeah. to do now? So what? Well, how would you respond to that? There's two there's two options. You can either quit because of that, or keep going and realize that camera equipment isn't cheap so to yeah. be able to earn the money to do that you're gonna have to put a graft in yeah, and you're gonna have well. to make it work like i put i made it work with the simple equipment for like a year um don't get me wrong like i complained here and there like oh i wish i had this camera wish i had that but yeah. i never like put it down and thought, i'm not using that again i was just very much well this is what i've got i'm gonna make it work so, so like when you started out do you still have your old cameras or do you like i don't i had a canon oh. 750d but i don't okay. have it no um but yeah it was um i kind of i traded everything in for this one camera um about a year and a half ago mm. it was very much i was just i was just, I've, I've always been a person for rash decisions so yeah i'll never like if i think of something that i want to do i'll just do it i won't like think oh in two months what am i going to think i'll just like no i want to do it now if it's right in this time right now i'll just go and do it yeah i like that and so like so just go just going back to like equipment um is it is it something that you necessarily need like the best yeah. camera or do you feel like it's your skill set that really that that you I can think, develop your skill set even with a 200 pound um i think product is one thing but personality is another like yeah. you don't need to for example some some take it back to clothing some clothing brands have a plain white t-shirt but because of the brand they've built and the reputation they've built, that white t-shirt will sell better than another white t-shirt mm. or something with a print on. Not because the product's better, not because of that, it's because of the brand and people want to be known and associated with that brand. Yeah. Um, so I think is taking that into photography, it's like if a client wants to use you, it's, a lot of the time it's because they, you know, you've got to look at it as they want to work with me, like yeah. not that person. They don't want to work with my camera. They want to work with me because they like what I produce. They like my ethics. They like my personality. Um, so you've got, I always look at it as more like the working with brand to brand. So a clothing brand is working with Lixum, mm. if you know what I mean. So it's more like, don't get me wrong, equipment does matter in a sense, like in certain situations, like, you know, if you're in a club and you might need, or for example, like if it's really dark outside and your camera won't go, won't be great, so great in low light, um, then obviously like it might be time for an upgrade if you're shooting a lot in darkness. Um, but it's it's all about judging the situation. Just use what you've got for now, mm. and then you'll quickly learn what you'll need. And then, you know, it's it's yeah. it's just a process of buying things and upgrading. Um, but as I said, I think personality can mean a lot more than product sometimes. Yeah, so it's it's almost as if you're like saying that um, your your photos themselves are equally yeah. as important as you and how you. Yeah, definitely. Because if I go onto a shoot and I'm I'm an arsehole and then yeah. <laughs> but my pictures are really good, they're not going to be bothered. Like they're not going to mm. think, oh, his pictures are good. Let's use him again. They're just going to be like, yeah, screw this guy. Like this guy's <laughs> super rude to us. So I think, and I think, yeah, I think that's one thing I learned as well. Just like talking to other people learning about other people and then especially like watching documentaries on like other successful photographers or businessmen um and learning about their personalities i just learned a lot about that kind of that 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 kind of thing in life like about personality meaning a lot more than 
you know products and stuff mm. um and i was gonna ask so like just going back to quarantine you said um it's been yeah. one of the busiest periods for you yeah do you want to just like uh for me i didn't really think how like how how how's that happened because i i imagine so, like yeah yeah so um when it first got announced, I was a bit worried. I was like, oh, how, is this going to affect work? Like, I'm still mm. going to be getting work and stuff. And then I started just getting video, like a lot of video editing for like adverts, yeah. like being sent content to edit. Um, and that was that was like pretty much it. It was just being sent a lot of content to like edit, um, which took a bit longer. And when you're editing someone else's content, that really tests you as well, because it's not what mm. you filmed, but you've got to make it look good. Um, so I, I definitely learned a lot during isolation as well. But yeah, that's it was it was crazy. Like the amount of work I had in was just constant. And I have a I have a studio at home um, where I do like photo like uh, product photography. So I was getting a lot of product photography coming through. Um, a lot of like videos at home, like with on my little studio. Um, so yeah, it was it was it was unexpected, but it was something different. I had to do everything at home, so it was something that really tested me. And obviously, I did so much product photography; it just taught me so much about it. Mm. so yeah, yeah it was it was yeah what what's what's the proudest moment you've had in your career so far um proudest moment i've had i think i wouldn't say it's necessarily like shooting anybody or doing this or doing certain things don't wrong it's cool when i like shoot people yeah that i watch every day on tv or things but i think it's more it's more like my the, like my persistency and the way i just stuck at it um no matter mm. like the hate i got like here there and everywhere yeah so i think definitely i think it's it's the it's the way that i've built myself up from nothing like i've built myself up from an idea that i went to college to it being like my salary job um mm. and obviously then giving people like, the opportunities just to help or you know come on shoots or like work with me so um yeah i think it, i think it's just definitely building from the ground up to something um yeah. that's been like that was like the big the biggest achievement but regarding like a shoot i think to be honest i think when i met, I met sam calder in la yeah. when i shot sam calder so that was crazy because I've, I've i've just like looked at that guy for for like the past two years on instagram and i love that yeah um, so it, would you say really he's nice. one of your inspirations or yeah definitely mm. definitely but then like floyd mayweather as well that was obviously crazy because yeah, crazy. floyd's known for such a like such like a successful like driven image when i met mm. him it was it just ticked something in my brain it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta I'm, I'm around this guy like i need to it just made me really want to live up to what he's done um, what was he like he's just he knows his worth that's what yeah. it is he knows like oh, he knows yeah, he what he's done <laughs> he knows like yeah that's the thing he knows like he just knows like like himself his image so yeah but he's really cool i talked to him and yeah, he's really sound. I really yeah. liked him. Yeah, down to earth, I guess. Because I feel, I feel like with him as well. Um, I guess parallels to you. He's got. He's had so much hate. Um, yeah. Throughout his career, but he's just like got that kind of I don't give a fuck attitude. On, yeah. I'm do it. It's anyway. definitely like as soon as you start, as soon as you start to do better than people, who started in the same position as you, that is yeah. definitely when people start to become spiteful. Um, yeah and there's nothing worse than being like stabbed in the back for no reason it's just like <laughs> yeah. it's like i wouldn't ever do anything to like hurt anybody but then when someone just comes and just stabs me in the back i'm like like 
what the hell, but I'm not the type of person to like react or go at them or call them out or expose them. It's just not me. Like I understand people go through emotions, people like mm. people get jealous and stuff. So I understand that is a natural human feeling. So it's wrong of me to like call someone out on that. Um, but I'm definitely aware of the, what people think of like what I do or, you know. So have you had to like ever cut anyone off because of well, what they've yeah, said? Yeah, definitely. Or... I've had. To... Yeah. Yeah, and finding out they've said stuff behind my back or, yeah. you know, done stuff behind my back, trying to steal clients. I, to me, it's not deep. Like, it's not that, like, stealing a client, I don't look at it like that. It's just, you know, if that client wants to work with that person instead, then that's business. I understand that. But when it's like, you know, when you've built with someone for a long time, you've built, like, a relationship with them, and then, you know, they'll go talk behind your back and just be spiteful. And But to be honest, like, I, I just... I can't be bothered with all the drama. Like I don't know what's true. I don't yeah. know if he's lying, he's lying, she's lying. I don't have any, you know, I don't have any that like, idea. Like so, I'm just so I just stay tunnel visioned. It's like right, you think that of me. That's cool. Like it's not going to affect me. Um, it's not going to affect the way I live my life, what I achieve, like my ethics. Like it's just wasting like your time. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really like react to that kind of thing yeah. to be honest. Now and it, and it just goes back to like having that thick skin. I guess you've just like learned Definitely. to just um, definitely i think that's that's yeah, one thing that's up. key whilst trying to build a business you've got to have thick skin and the, a lot of the things that happen you need to realize that that is business yeah. you're gonna lose money you're gonna you're gonna make money you're gonna lose friends you're gonna argue with your family and it's gonna cost you a lot it's gonna cost you a lot a lot more than what you earn like to start yeah um, so it's yeah it's very much just a a case of learning and becoming thick skin throughout the process but as I said before, like sometimes the worst situations can be like the best ones for you. Like, you know, if you if if something happens to you very badly, um it's it's probably one of the best ways to learn about yourself, like best ways to learn. So yeah, I kind of I kind of just got over got over the negativity very quickly kind of thing whilst doing this and just mm. stay tunnel visioned. Do you do anything outside of photography? Because you you talk about like being so tunnel vision. Do you ever like give yeah. yourself a break? Or oh, um, do you know what? I've actually started watching Rick and Morty whilst I'm really. Like, I love this. Yeah, I love this thing. Like, it's so good. Someone it's told so me about. It. Someone said it's you get like little knowledgeable tips about it in life. So I started watching it, and it's actually good, what season but, are you on? Uh, I'm only on season two. Season two, episode two. So I'm not oh, even mate. far in. Like I just oh, started. So but do you know so what? Good. I watched Prison Break actually. Okay. I actually watched Prison Break the other day. Uh, for like, I binge watched it for like five days whilst I was editing, and that is such a good series, like is crazy it? series. Yeah, the, whoever wrote that is an absolute genius. It's just unbelievable. Um, but I mean, going back to like, do I do anything else? Like, no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I kind of just, I mean, as I said, I kind of branched out. So I do the photo, video, like the retouching, the social media. So, I mean, it's probably fifty percent on the job. 50% mm. like admin work now um yeah so yeah but I'm, I said I'm moving out so I'm kind of doing more like more like adult stuff I guess you could say yeah um like like just I'm just growing up really so yeah. I'm just you know I'm exper I'm, I'm experienced how to balance you know I'm still a kid inside like as serious as I am like, yeah I you're only like, 19 doing, so I still like, yeah. doing like dumb stuff so yeah, um, obviously yeah, as much like I have to kind of, now I have to kind of just like balance like being a kid and being an adult. Mm. <laughs> but um, no, it's I'm I'm. But to be honest, me moving there is gonna like it'll 
get me a lot of things like i'll be going to the gym more i'll be going on more walks because i'm like in towns kind of thing so um i'm definitely like looking to pick up some stuff whilst i'm there like other stuff so um just is, to, is, anything is, um, to build my knowledge yeah do you work out a lot then or is that something that you just look never. into get into never really? never work out so, I'm, honestly i'm so I, i'll stay up till 9 a.m editing and then i'll go yeah. sleep wake up at like 2 p.m sometimes and I'm just like I wake up, bunch of messages on my phone, bunch of emails. I'm like, right, I need to crack on the yeah. work. I'm very much okay. like, I have to get the, I have to get that work to that person. I can't let anything sit on my mind because it, it's just, it just pesters my head. Like if I'm, if, like if I'm on a walk, I'm like, right, I need to get home, I need to get home because I need to work. Like, I'm very like agitated when I'm at work. And or if I've got, yeah. like, I kind of like, I thrive off the pressure of work. It's kind of like thingy. So, how do you deal with like the stress of it all then? <laughs> Do you know do you what, like, I have it? the biggest highs and sometimes I have the biggest lows. Like, sometimes I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, is this even going to work? Is this even going to, you know, but it's more like anxiety that, it's more anxiety about my decisions. Like, yeah, it's, you know, I'm moving out, so it's going to cost me X amount of money to move out. So that's money that I'm earning. That's making me anxious because that money could be going on equipment, but then I have to be like, well, that's going to be an investment and then I can put money aside for this, that. Um, so I do get really anxious, but I, I, I just very quickly like, find a solution in my head, like whether it take me half an hour or a day. <laughs> but I still yeah. crack on with work. Like work's just, work just helps me like switch off. Like when I see something mm. that I've created from nothing, it just helps me like, yeah. you know. I get you. What, um, what mark are you looking to leave on the industry? What mark am I looking to leave on the industry? Yeah. Um, well, to be honest, it's very much, as I said before, I'll go back to what I said before, it's very much do like do what the hell you want. Like, don't... The industry is called the industry for some... For, like, for a certain reason. Like, there's so much going on. It's not called photography. It's called the industry. You've got photo, video, retouching, social media, modelling, like, design, everything. You've got so much... Um, never like cap yourself to doing like one thing that's what I always but don't try too much stuff make sure you're gaining knowledge like a suitable amount of knowledge in each like aspect of the industry because um, otherwise you'll just overcrowd yourself you'll make yourself anxious you'll start stuff without having something else going for you um, so it's very much like do as much as you want don't say no to anything but make sure you're just smart and you're looking after yourself at the same time that's one thing I've taught myself because but no worse feeling than burnout. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. So what what would you say your job description actually is if you had to like describe yourself? Because you're not. Um, I'm, I'm guessing like you're not you're not just a photographer. You're not just a videographer or an editor. Yeah, or, it's weird. And, and what I'd you want to do in the future, like. Yeah, I mean. If you could describe yourself in like one word. <laughs> if I could describe myself in one word, it's it's. I guess I don't want to say entrepreneurial because it's that's very mm. open. But I'd say. I'd say like an I'd I'd say like an artist creator because yeah, some like I've that. got some projects coming up that I've not like uh, announced or anything yet, which are very like artsy, very like like the biggest projects yet. So once I've really? like yeah, so that kind of stuff like a few like magazine cover shoots and stuff like that. So that's very like coming off my creative direction and stuff. So yeah, I guess it's I guess you could say like an artist but yeah. in like a in a in a modern way like a modern artist modern artist um, I like that. whether the, whether that be the way that i think or the way that i create physically yeah 
Um, so, and I want to ask you one more question before I let you. Yeah, leave, that's okay. Because I'm sure you're probably very busy. Um, no, no, no. It's okay. okay, so it's it's uh, okay. I'm gonna give a quick disclaimer because I did steal this off um, Stephen Bartlett's podcast. Okay, <laughs> but um, it's uh, it's a hypothetical scenario basically. So say you're at a dinner party, and you're allowed to invite three people. This is from this is from Rankin. Is it okay? I don't this know. This is from Rankin. Three, so <laughs> Rankin, yeah, go on. Three people dead or alive. Now I'm there, so you can't invite me before you say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, three more people as well pick? as you. Yeah. Um, dead alive. I'd have to say, I'd have to say, um, sounds very generic, but Travis Scott because of the audience that he's built. Mm. Um, Bill Gates because of the knowledge he's got. Oh yeah, that's a good shout. Um, and then I'd have to, I don't. I mean, I want to say my mum, but let's say we're just talking about like public figures. So say yeah, Travis yeah, Scott because yeah. of the audience, Bill Gates because of like his knowledge and you know what he's done, and then um, I think it'd have to be it'd have to be someone like hmm, I'd say someone like Drake because of really? like the platform is built again, not because mm. of like oh it's Drake because it's this person. Yeah. It's very much like. I don't I don't look at these people and be like, oh my god, like, look how big that person is, look what he's done. Like it's very much like look at what he's done as an individual. Like look at the the look at like the reaction he gets from people when he walks on stage or like when he tweets something or you know, it's very much like look at what he's built as an individual and how he's inspired people. So yeah, yeah I'd say Drake, so... Travis and Bill Gates. Mm. I feel like that'd be a really interesting um... I feel like people don't appreciate like Drake's marketing team enough. Like the the PR exactly he does, I, I mean. feel like it's, people just don't. And this is all the behind get, the scenes like, that people don't see. People yeah, because like, he's, you know, yeah, I'm I'm not a music artist, but I know it's not as easy as making a track and putting it on YouTube and making it blow up. I know it's not as easy as that. It's like photography. It's like no, you know, yeah, it's not, exactly. I know it's not as easy as taking a picture and putting it there and then getting loads of work. It's very much about marketing yourself and branding yourself, and you know. Yeah. Um. All right. I but think yeah. I'll leave it there. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. Hopefully yeah, we'll do it again you. sometime in like five years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I hope so. See who Liam is then. Awesome. Right. Um, thank you. I appreciate this. No problem. See ya. Be sure to follow Liam on Instagram. His at is Lixum Healy. Give this podcast a rating if you're on Apple Podcasts and share it with a friend if you found any value in this. And I'll see you guys in the next one.